So 2020 has been a year of decisions for, for a lot of us. Um, it's been kind of a crazy year. Some of us have had to make decisions about our careers. Some of us have had to make decisions about what is safe, if it's safe to go places, whether it's the grocery store, church, restaurants, it just seems like everything that we do in our world today is, is a decision. And there's a verse that uh, I look to often when I have a decision to make, and that's in the Old Testament. It's in the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16. And I read that often, and I think it's very helpful at those times when we are looking at uh, what Scripture calls a crossroad and having to make a decision on which direction we need to go. So I'm going to read that verse and then talk about it a little bit. I can tell you if you've got reservations at Governor's at 1015, you're probably going to make it because I cannot, I cannot talk for more than 10 minutes without getting myself in trouble. So if I can go 10 minutes and sound semi-intelligent, that's, that's good enough for me. And uh, I've got nine pages here, and when I'm nervous, I read fast. So it's, we're, we're, we're going to be fine as far as time. So Jeremiah 6.16 says, This is what the Lord says. Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it. And you will find rest for your souls. But you said, we will not walk in it. Jeremiah was a prophet. And throughout history, God has used prophets to speak on his behalf. God's message to Israel through his prophet Jeremiah, was that God wanted to bless the nation of Israel. He implored Israel to turn to God because he had all of these wonderful things that he wanted to provide Israel if they would be obedient to his calling. And this was a, this was a theme in the Old Testament. Those of you who went through junior high boys Sunday school, with, with me, remember the, the book of Judges, and it was called the Seven Cycles of Sin, and they had a judge on a motorcycle, and that is how you remembered the theme of the book of Judges. Now, this was before, um, well, no, it wasn't before there were prophets. There were prophets and judges as well, but the cycles describe the, the, um, the nation of Israel who would turn to God and then get too comfortable, and they would leave God, and they would be put in a very, very bad situation. And so it was just a cycle of turning to God during the bad times when things were a disaster, and then, um, and then falling away again. And so we see these cycles continually through the Old Testament. Unfortunately, there was something inside of them that caused them to go their own way. And repeatedly in the Old Testament, we see the nation of Israel going their own way and suffering the consequences of their decision. And it's easy to look back and to be critical of God's people, 
But the truth of the matter is we have the same decision in our own life. Whether to step into God's blessing and his grace or to wander off in our own direction and do the things that please us rather than the things that please God. And so as we look at this verse, I think one of the questions I often ask in my own life is how do I know the will of God for my life? And how do I make decisions that will align my life with God's will for my life? And I can't speak for you, but I have never audibly heard the voice of God speaking to me um, when, I'm, when I'm seeking his will and when I'm making decisions as to what direction <clears throat> that, that I need to go. And so I ask myself, how can I live and live my life making decisions that will honor him and put me where he wants me to be? There's a statement I've heard, and I'm not sure where I heard it, but it goes, the decisions that I make today will determine the stories that I tell tomorrow. And, and I think uh, I have seen that be true in my life, uh, the times that I have made bad decisions, and there have been many, um, then, then uh, I have a sad story to tell, but the times that I've made good decisions, I have, uh, I have a good story to tell. The people that Jeremiah is speaking to are in captivity, and because of the decisions that they had made earlier, um, they, are, they have a very bad time in front of them, and so they will have a very bad story that they will have to tell. But the truth is, whether you're 14 or 44 or 94, the decisions that you make today will determine the stories that you will have to tell tomorrow. Now, I know a lot of you quite well, and I know the first thing you think about when you think of decisions and the decision-making process is the poor decisions that you've made in the past. But you can't do anything about the past, and that is the hope of the gospel, and that is the grace of God, that the best decision that we can make is our best decision. So I don't want to think about decisions past, I want to think about where we are today, and the decisions, decisions that we have to make today. And so in Jeremiah 6.16, we read three principles that God gives us through his message, Jeremiah, that we can apply today as we live our lives for him. And the first one, the beginning of the verse that we read is that we are to stand at the crossroads and look. And as I mentioned earlier, the year 2020 seems to be a year of crossroads. And there are many decisions that we have had to make. Jobs, travel, church, all of these things are more complicated than they have ever been before. For many of us, relationships are stressed, things are weird, and we don't know where to turn. But I think it is important to stop and to recognize that God has these moments in our lives when we need to slow down. We need to consider where he is leading us and what he is teaching us. 
we all make decisions in different ways, right? Some of us tend to, to overthink things when we make decisions. Some of us tend to just stick with the crowd and do what the crowd wants us to do um, and just kind of not make waves. Some of us are instinctual and we just tend to, to go with our gut instinct of what we think would probably work out the best. Um, and so there's just a lot of different ways that, that we make decisions depending on who we are and our personalities. And the hard thing about making a decision is that many times in our lives, God doesn't give us the details. Sometimes we wish God would just tell us what to do, like he did oftentimes in the Old Testament. And so as we are standing and as we are looking at the crossroad, we need to ask ourselves two questions. The first is to ask for the ancient past. Paths, sorry, not past. <clears throat> I guess if it's ancient, it would have to be the past, right? So we need to ask for the ancient paths. We live in really what is a post-Christian culture today. And sometimes when we are out there on the front lines fighting the war, it seems like we are living in a world without God. But God has revealed his plan to us. From the beginning to the end, scripture tells us that God created the universe and that in the end he will reign. God is the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega. The ancient paths of scripture are the lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And I think it's important that we don't forget that. And that's why it's so important in the decision-making process that we are close to scripture. God has revealed scripture to us for a reason. And scripture is the whole story beginning to end. We need to see as Christians in the decision-making process that in the end, God will be victorious. God will reign. We can't forget that. We can't lose sight of the big picture as we, as we live out our lives. And then the next thing we are told to ask is about the good way. And we are blessed in our church to have those who have lived a Christian life before us. There are those here at State Road who have walked with the Lord, who have been successful in their walk, and we need to ask them, we need to learn from them, from those who have been in the battle. They won't tell you exactly what to do. If they did, they're probably a cult leader, not a Christian. But what they will do is give you principles to, to live by. And we can apply those principles daily in our lives as we, as we live for Christ. There is a phrase, and you've probably heard it, when somebody hits the, the big time, they say they were an overnight success. But what you don't see is the nights working on their projects out in the garage, or the endless hours of practice away from the bright lights. And as we live our Christian lives, we are the same way. These principles that people have that have lived a lifetime of, of Christian service, <clears throat> these principles need to be applied daily. 
as we live out our lives. Following Christ is, is not a one-time decision, and then it's done. It's not just raising your hand and saying, I'm a Christian now, I'm good to go. Being a Christian is being about making the small decisions every day, every single day, that lead you in the right direction, that allow you to become more like Christ. So we need to ask for the ancient path, which I would call scripture, and we need to ask for the good way, which I would call community. And then, that's great information, but then there's two phrases that are really tough, and, and uh, they're at the end of the verse. The next phrase is, and if you walk in it. And if you continue reading the book of Jeremiah, you will read a story about the captivity of God's people. You see, they knew what the ancient path was. They knew what the good way was. But something inside them made them want to go their own way. And I can talk about the Israelites all morning long. I'm not going to, but I could. But I can tell you that in my own life, it is the same struggle that I have. Because just knowing the ancient path and just knowing the good way will not bring rest for my soul. I have to walk in it. There are spiritual laws or truths in our life which are every bit as real as physical laws that, that surround us in our lives. I can't take a 90 degree turn on a road going 70 miles an hour. It just, it, it can't be done. At least not with any of the cars that I have. I don't know, maybe you could design a car that could do that. But the laws of physics will not allow it. And there are spiritual truths or laws that are just as real. If we are not following Christ, we will not have rest for our souls. It just doesn't happen. But God's promise is this. If you find the way and walk in it, you will find rest for your soul. Uh, rest or contentment is something that is rare in our world today. John Piper, in talking about rest, quotes Matthew 11, verses 28 to 30, in which Jesus says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in spirit, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So the first thing that we see from this verse is that Jesus' desire for us is to have, is to have deep restfulness in our lives and not anxiousness or restlessness. He wants us to be restful not restless. But the second thing that we need to notice here is that rest is not inactivity. It is a way of active living, of doing life, of serving. He says, take my yoke upon you. And if you know anything about a yoke, a yoke is an instrument of labor. It's not a hammock. And when you've got a yoke on, you're plowing, you're pulling a wagon, or, or something like that. And in Jeremiah, he says, if you find the path and walk in it, you will find rest. But it's rest in walking, 
It's not rest from walking. I don't know if you've ever climbed Quaggy Joe or Haystack before, but if you have, you know that you don't just look at the top of the mountain and walk straight for it. You follow a path. You follow a path that somebody has gone before and laid out for you. And sometimes that path may not seem like it is even going in the right direction. But you, you have to trust it. And if you use your GPS to track your hiking, it is fun to look at the path you took. It is winding, but eventually you make it to the top. And I think sometimes it's the same way in our Christian lives. If we follow the ancient path, if we follow the good way, we will find the top. We will find the rest for our souls that God has promised. And it's interesting to go back and look at the meandering. Times when we were maybe discouraged. Times when we thought we were lost. Turn out to be the path that God has chosen for us and preparing us for, for what is down the road. Let's close in a word of prayer this morning. Lord, we just we thank you for your word, Father. We thank you for the fact that it is a light for us, Lord. Dear God, I just pray for each one of us here this morning. Lord, I pray that we would follow your light. I pray, Lord, that we would follow your path wherever that leads, Lord. Sometimes we don't even know when we're following it, Father, but we just ask for your, your guidance, for your love. And more than anything, Lord, we just thank you that you have promised to walk along beside us as we, as we journey. Father, we thank all of these things. We thank you for all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen.